Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is a Star Wars episode. And it's episode 431, and I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? Hello, Jim. Here we go to Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 26. It is called Raid on the Vermilion Part 3, written by Ethan Sachs, Paola Villanelli on art, colors by Arif Priano, and letters by VCs Travis Lanham. After a team was badly beaten by the Knights of Ren, Tonga continues her incursion on the Crimson Dawn flagship, alone in a desperate bid to rescue Kedalia. The young heir to two rival crime syndicates. So while Tonga thinks her wife is safe aboard her ship, the fledgling, fledgling bounty hunter, I want to point out because I think it was, forget who it was, said to me, why do you keep saying that Lasha isn't really seasoned as a bounty hunter? Like, because we keep laughing because she's like the best shot. She does yep. all that. She was a farmer two weeks ago. They finally say it in here and spell it out. She is a fledgling bounty hunter, yet she does everything right, uh, <laughs> but is viciously attacked by the crime lord, Vukura. Elsewhere, Valance is reluctantly living his childhood dream of becoming an imperial hero after being conscripted by Darth Vader to lead a team against Crimson Dawn. Forced into his role in order to save the lives of those he cares about on a secret rebel base, uh, he does not know that the Empire has already bombed that planet to oblivion, and that's the whole play here. I The idea that balance the only thing they're playing with is hey he doesn't know that everybody he loves is dead when is this going to hit the fan when are they going to find out we kind of get that but all of that i just want balance back i want this fuck tonga and lasha we've talked about it before they're okay but they're they're that's they're it's not just gone on it's yeah. just gone on too much yep. and balance we liked even when balance isn't doing much we love the idea that he was man, people are liking me now. I am an Imperial hero like I always wanted. That seemed to be a really cool play, the way that they set it up. So with that, though, he's just hanging right now, and we're waiting for him to find out that the only thing that's keeping him with Vader is not there anymore. I was hoping he was going to find out this issue, but he doesn't. He kind of just brushes it off. It's weird. Yeah. And yeah, he does. Because then we, we start out on the Vermilion, the flagship of the Crimson Dawn, and Tonga's just ripping through everybody. She is going. She needs to get the Cadalia. She's trying desperately to do that. And as she fights through, it's okay. The fight's, you know, showing that she is bad, but at least, and she's doing some stuff, but it kind of just ends. It kind of just ends because you end up having the Crimson Dawn decide, well, why don't we just go get her? It's one of those where we always say, if only they'd talk, yep. they could figure things out. But it's a little weird with that. There's a lot of weird progression in this issue, I thought. Like, that was, okay, you killed that many people so far. We don't want you to kill anymore, so come on, let's go. Because they kind of figure out she's there for Cadelia, and they know Cadelia's not going to go with her. I said this on one of the podcasts, that I think that Cadelia is going to say, I'd rather be here. It's a lot nicer here. It's a lot nicer. Yeah, safer. In the whole play of if you do, if she does want to be the head of both clans, you probably have a better chance of doing that with the Crimson Dawn behind you, even though you should know, but she's a little girl that Kira has other plans probably and wants to use it. But remember, the whole play was she's always there for deals. 
And yep. she has a like, okay, you'll do this, but we'll do that. Well, and so it makes sense to stay with the Crimson Dawn. It just ends up where the only one who does not realize that it seems is Tonga, who's just desperate to go and save her. And in the meantime, though, we go back to Lasha and Vukara, and we ended up at the end of last issue where me and you were laughing about things. We were laughing <laughs> about the idea, and it is a Nexu. They actually yep. name it, so we know it's a Nexu they call Furball. This is Lasha's pet, so it won't attack her. I still thought it might go in a frenzy, whatnot, <laughs> but in that, it was, I'm trapping you, Vukara, in this hold. With this vicious big mouth monster that has teeth going till next Sunday. And what do you think is going to happen? In this, then, Vukara, I don't know what happens here. Vukara is a hard nosed ruler of a crime syndicate and almost starts crying immediately, saying, Please don't make me kill yeah, this starts, animal. Starts freaking out about the animals. Yells, at one point, I'm an animal lover. And I thought, boy, that. Seems weird. That is a weird thing to start having happen. In that, Lasha does not care, says no. And as this is going on, how many times are you going to have Vukara say, please call it off now. I'm going to have to kill it. No, no response. Oh, you know, you're not going to be able to do it. Listen, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Please call it off. I don't want to kill it. Keeps going. I don't want to hurt it. I love animals. This is at one point. It's people I can't stand. I'm like, you have really, in my mind, this, whether or not it sounds bad, because I'm not saying that because she's an animal lover, she's a lesser character. But this was somebody who we feared. This is somebody who was the head of a clan that was just killing people willy nilly that suddenly is yelling, I love animals. Please stop. Don't make me. And it just felt odd. It felt completely odd. We remember I said that I thought that they were going to join up and it was going to be one of those where, listen, you know, hey, and I thought here was going to, you're an animal lover too? Okay, well, maybe, <laughs> no, no, this keeps going and going and going. Lasha, there's nobody to blame but herself. If she is that concerned, if the only concern she has is for Furball, the Nexu, she is 100% to blame. You end up, and it's a weird play. It is just Vukra. I'm going to do this. You know, stop. But she, didn't, she didn't know Vukra had the knife, though. That's the, that's Again, the difference. Again, though, what happened if she just snapped her neck? I mean, that's the weird play here is just that play of, I don't want to hurt this thing. And she's just laughing. So with that, then you end up having, I mean, really, Lasha's saying, uh, your life is, means nothing at all to me. But, but my pet. Here, I'm going to let it eat you. But if you fight back and actually, oh, I'm going to hate you because that's what happens. She ends up killing it. And in a way that I didn't even get really the whole kill here, the way that she did it. It was a weird. It's kind of sliced it a couple times. Yeah, it did like. it a slice and dice deal, but it, it was a yeah. weird play. But yeah. And then it's like, no, no, you killed Furball. She runs over. Lasha runs over to Furball. who's just already dead, it seems. And then there's Vukra. This is your fault. You made me do it. I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to kill the next. I'm like, just get the hell out of there. Yeah. And so it, then you end up where, remember, this was that they needed her and had her captured and tied up on the ship. She got out because of Dengar. And so it's really his fault, the, the main deal. And maybe they'll go after. But you end up where in this Lasha, who was trying desperately to get away from Vukra, Vukra was captured. It's just they're crying over. It really feels like the rank car pit 
in the Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, that, the trainer. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems. He comes <laughs> running out crying, and you know, Luke just, just shimmies off. Yeah, he's there, and he's like, "Really?" And that there, you see that poor. And I don't even know Furball, but he's still like breathing and yeah, making no, it's noises. Dead. Right? It's dead. It's dead. It's okay. It's it was a little bit sad. It says, "It's okay, girl. I'm here with you. You were loved, and yeah, that's yeah. it." And, and then Lasha is like, "You." Because the next time I find you, all your weapons and your soldiers will never be able to say, why not do it now? She has like she has a clan. She could go back and like you're like, you get out of here right now. I'll get you later. I'm like, why? What are you doing here? And so, yeah, you end up where Vukura now is like crying. It's not my fault. I had a Tuka cat as a child. It's such a weird scene here. It, it, listen, you're if you you like dogs, I like dogs. If 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 somebody sick their uh, pit bull on you, you're going to defend yourself. I'm going to have to fight. I'm going. I would say, please don't do this before the. But I would have and to it's defend not the, myself. It's not the dog's fault. It's the, the no, owner for it's pu- not pushing the dog's them on fault. you. It's the owner who should be. And in this, Vuker should be really pissed. The idea. Listen, you can talk all you want. I had to kill it. You, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, I was the one who had to kill this. I love animals, and you forced me to More kill traumatic. this. I would not be, I'd be right after Lasha. How dare you do that? And you're going down now because it's your blood that now I have. I'm not going to be able to sleep at night because of you. Yeah. Where in the way you're playing it off as this is supposed to be, I guess, a scene where you are like, man, that Vukura is awful. But not playing it that way. No, I see Lasha as more awful in this. And so you go from that, and then I'm telling you, Vukura just walks away. She, Lasha just completely forgets about the idea that they had her captured. They were fighting for their lives, all this. Vukura, who was just completely trying to kill Lasha before this, takes that aside, even though she should be pissed about having to kill the And she leaves. So then you go then with that off to the Rileal Imperial Base in Karida, uh, Karida, I guess it would be. And that's where you do do a balance there. And you end up having suddenly, you know, all sexed up drunk Lieutenant Hayden yeah. who has something for Valance. And it's like, hey, Valance, what's up? Hey, come into my office. Goes in there. He should go right to HR here. He probably have oh, a big lawsuit. time HR violation. Yeah. And she's oh, drunk. He's like, boy, you smell drunk. Yeah, I had a little, but only enough to give me the courage to do this. Let's smooch and tries to start making out with him. And he's like, whoa, 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 I can't do this. And that's the big thing. He had his memory scanned by her. I think the play is that that's how she fell in love with him because I see how great a guy you are, but says, oh, what are you talking about? Your wife is gone. No, no, no. Yeah, she is. She married someone else, but she's not gone. You end up having Lieutenant Hayden's like, no, uh, she's gone. And she doesn't tell him they're dead. They ended up getting bombed. That she's gone. No, no, she's not gone. She's there with the thing. I was at. No, she's got. And he's like, ah, I gotta go. And then she goes, get out of here. There's so many issues with this scene. <laughs> I mean, if she really wanted, if she wanted to do it right, she should have told him, and then was like the the consoler and got in 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 with him that way. Yeah, have but- it come in. She's drinking. Why are you drinking, Lieutenant? Well, I'm, I have to tell I you something. I needed to tell you, no. to have the courage to tell you something. Yeah. And I need the courage to tell you because what I'm going to tell you will put me in the crosshairs of Darth Vader. Vader yep. is not letting me, but you know what? You're a good guy. Come over here. Let me start hugging you. 
listen, the problems happen with this Cadelia deal. She lives, but your your wife and all that, they're dead. Now let's smooch. Maybe you would have gotten a smooch, right? I think then he's like, no, I can't. I'm too upset. She's like, I can't win. At one point, I love. And why is it the case here? She's a lieutenant in the deal. She starts trying to make out with Valance, right? And he goes, no, no, I can't. She's like, what? It's my ugly cybernetic face and eye. Is that <laughs> it? I don't have the fancy skin that Vader gave you. And yeah. I like he has to back up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not like that. It's just my wife. It's not your wife anymore. She's gone. It's a weird scene. <laughs> I'm telling so you, the, the scene coming right off of the scene <laughs> with Lasha and that whole thing. And now you get into this of let's make out. In this, you would think that you'd, you'd tell him that they're dead. Like, that would be the purpose of this. And I think that through this, you, you'll have the joke running. You won't, but I'd like it. Everybody just going up, man, sorry about your wife. I heard what happened. He's like, I know she's there with her new husband, but yep. oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he keeps going with that. They're like, I guess he doesn't know <laughs> and walks away. Uh, but yeah, with that, then that's where you get Tonga, who, as we said, Margo shows up. Margo shows up and says, hey. Stop killing people. I'll just take you right to Kedalia and Kira. How about that? She's like, okay. Then in the meantime, you do see Dengar, who is the evil, you know, mastermind of all the nonsense here. Everything that's gone wrong is his two time and, you know, but, but he ends up talking to his gal and says, we have enough money now. We have enough money. I sold them out, but really I have problems. Because I got to get the heck out of here. You got to come and grab me because everybody's after me now. We got to get out. I'm playing them all against each other. But we have enough money to retire. We can end up going. And it is uh, Manaru is her name. Yep. Like, let's go. And as that's happening, right behind him, and I kind of got confused at first about what the deal and the progression of the, the panels were. But you do end up having Tasu show up and say oh i thought they got rid of the rat problem starts beating him up and then you have the classic dengar deal of hey you you pit scum like really throwing it at it but yeah yeah dengar's not getting out <laughs> there's no way dengar is beating tasu there there's no way the initial attack by uh tasu looks like uh he's, he's hitting him with his with his crotch that's, yeah with his uh, crotch well that's yeah. the crotch attack that's yeah, the, the crotch uh, from attack above it's the teabag central attack that he ends up going with it. As I think that's the play too here is when Dengar's talking to, I think it's getting Tasu really upset from behind because he's like, yeah, baby, I'm the best. <laughs> he's starting to really get really in on himself, whatnot. But yeah, Tasu ends up at the end, just bashing him and, you know, just yeah, he hitting beats him. the crap out of him. But at the meet, he's telling him a lot of cool stuff too, but it's in that other language. So Den- Dengar doesn't understand any of this stuff. So it's it's like useless kind of. So here's what happened. <laughs> Tasu is talking another language and, and you end up Dengar's like, come on. And he's desperate. Like, what are you saying? I don't know what you're saying. I can't understand you. And you have Tasu's like, you'll understand this. Boom, boom, boom. Hits him in the face a couple more times. I don't know that language. I'd love it if he's actually talking the punch fist language. I don't <laughs> know this, this pit fighter language you're talking and then at the end, after all of this, again, to make this the wackiest issue we've had of Bounty Hunters yet, he throws him on the ground and says, yeah, I'm just going to leave you here. And I'm like, no, you end up where Dengar, at least bring him back to the ship, at least do something, interrogate him, find out what he knows, what he's done. He ends up saying in a language that 
it seems Dengar that he's still understand. talking. Dengar doesn't say he's got, I'm going to leave you here so that you'll always look over your shoulder knowing one day I'll come back to finish the job. The problem is, is you're talking to a bounty hunter and Dengar and these, that, that's their daily life. That's what they are doing all the time. That's what yep. Dengar probably does constantly. You're not proving a point by beating up a guy who can't understand anything you're saying and then leaving him there. Hey, you look over your shoulder. You know what's a better way to, to spend your life the next two seconds before he slices his throat? Or how about I bring you back to the ship and we end up finding out all the crap that you've been up to and have an in, maybe start another plan up. Because Dengar will be right in with the plan. If he ends up where I'm going to take you and you, he says, listen, I'm going with the Crimson Dawn. Well, this is what we're going to do. You pretend you're doing this. We go there. We do this. Do another plan. The guy will, what's it called? Crisscross applesauce everybody. Yeah. So, but they don't. He just leaves them there. Then we go off the Tonga where this is what I saw coming. The others, I'm like, really? Why are you walking away? But you end up where Cadalia is in kind of a cell, kind of sitting there, it looks like. But this is all a setup because you end up where, and Cadalia is there. Tonga goes in and says, hey, I, I got you. I came. I promised that I'd get you. Valance, all this stuff. And Cadalia's like, screw all of you. You guys left me. Valance promised this, that, or the other thing. But I like it here. I'm not going with you. And then suddenly the lights turn on and you see that it's like Court of the Owls. If you were part, you know, <laughs> reading DC, like all of a sudden you see that we have everybody watching. Kira, Knights of Ren, there's the little guy. He's there. And everybody yep. else just watching, laughing and saying, no, she's staying with us. She's part of this. The whole clan deal of her being both clans is going to be the deal. And then you end up having Cadelia just start screaming and yelling. And it's just people all upset about stuff and who's in the lead and who's going to follow this, who's going to do that. It's all of Kira's stuff. But then at the end, the deal is, how about we work together? Tonga, why don't you work with us? And, you know, you'll be able to live. This is how they even set that up when Margot went. And, you mm -hmm. know, hey, instead of fighting and killing, come with us. But when she does do this, you end up having Kira say, we can do this. You can also earn some credits. You can be our bounty hunters. You're pretty good. That's the whole play is we'll hire you. Yep. And it, again, that's Knights of Ren. They're there. Same kind of deal. The she idea tries to of, hire everybody, Kira does. Yeah, and that's what she does. She And she said, I mean, she, when she was talking to Cadelia in this book, I believe it was, where she said, everybody has a price. You just have to find out what it is. Some people want money. Some people want power. Some people want a loved one. You, you just have to find what you want. And she is playing this. I think that the play here is to kind of make it so that the crew themselves even have some money. And they, she says, so they won't stab you in the back and whatnot with this. What does she hand her there? Is that, that looks to me, it like looks like one of those communicators that you end up like C-3PO had in New Hope where they were talking from the garbage compactor and he'd pick it up i don't necessarily know what you don't think it's credits of some type some sort of money i don't know it it's this crazy Cylinder. thing there i don't know and she ends up seeing in the way that it plays off this is why i say because then tonga kind of goes okay i hope that this is right i hope we're making the right decision i hope we're going and saying even to Cadelia. but she says you know Earn some credits and keep those bounty hunters happy enough to not eventually stab you in the back. Just think about it, but not too long. I'm on a tight schedule. Now, mm -hmm. is this my, because she gives a tour and she goes off in the way that you're playing it out by the end? 
seems like that's a bit more nefarious than it would be because she goes back. They see that Furball is dead. Mm-hmm. Nobody's asking, like, where the hell is Bukhara? <laughs> I left this lady. We had her captured. And like, oh, my God, you know, this was all for nothing. We didn't get Kedalia. They start hugging Tonga and Lasha start hugging. What do we do now? And then you have this thing. And I don't know if it's like, beep, hey, we're in. Yeah, it looks like a trigger of some type. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, like, what is this? It looks like, like, she's going to accidentally press it and not realize it, that it's going to blow something up. And then the we play is you look at the next issue and the cover looks like things are blown up. Oh, yeah. So it was weird. There was, like, so much weird stuff going on. But again, all this and what Tonga leaves the ship, leaving... Bukhara tied up and Lasha there because she doesn't want Lasha to get hurt. Leaves here and just comes back, walks in the door. Furball's dead, never asked a question, just starts hugging Lasha, has no idea, it seems, of what went down or whatnot. And there's some troubles to be had because Bukhara out again now puts Kedalia in trouble again. You're ending up putting her in danger. She's with the Crimson Dawn, so they'll be able to maybe protect, but... That's a big thing that Vukura was trying to deal with. It. You just well, Vukura is pissed now too because she overheard Kira and, and she was promised the Unbroken Clan, but now she's not getting exactly, it. Exactly, so. because she kind of went back and heard that. And even that play, it's a weird play when she went back, and I'm glad you brought that up because even then you've been dealing with Vukura so much with her mask on there. I think some people might have been confused. There's a lot of weird things. So now she's pissed, like you said. Yeah. She's now mad because now Kadalia is in charge you're going to be in charge and that wasn't the plan that wasn't what she was told and you're seeing kira will promise everybody things they might overlap and so yeah vukra goes off but there's vukra like i kill an animal today i'm not the leader they like what am i going to do here uh but this might actually make her go back to is it possible that she goes back to them and asks for forgiveness more maybe Who knows? <laughs> it's weird It's very, this was a weird podcast. These books were really odd uh, (laughs) with their progression and things going on. I still, it's funny, all the things we're talking about, I still like the Bounty Hunters book enough. And in this, again, where we're talking about things going on too long or whatnot, I want to get away from Cadelia, go and lead these clans to your heart's desire. I want to get back to more balance. I want him to find out why couldn't you have told him? So he just says, Vader, screw you. Maybe goes uh, after Vader. It seems like balance of my mind. And a lot of these things since the war of the bounty hunters, you would have thought we're okay. Let's hit the ground running again. Let's go. Seems like they're in a bit of a weird holding pattern again, even like with the Afra and, and the stuff with the spark, like everything is waiting for something else to hit. That mm-hmm. is big of the whole line of things, but we'll see. Uh, but what would you give this? I think uh, uh, seven seven point five. I think I'm a yeah. seven five. I mean, the, I like the art a lot. Some of the progressions were weird, but it was so wacky that I think it's it's it was something to talk about. You know, it was seven so wet. I, I'm I'm just looking at it again as we go. We end up having a, you know an awful animal that's going to eat somebody, get killed to to save the person, but yet you blame that person. It it becomes only about that then. And they, with Vukra, then you go off and have smoochy, smoochy HR, <laughs> you know, disaster yep. with uh, Hayden, Lieutenant Hayden and balance that you got nothing really going on there. That was only like, it's such a weird play. We need some balance in here. What should we do? Oh, let's have this, you know, handsy lieutenant. Like, oh, right. That's weird. <laughs> and then you end up going with Tonga and even that fighting her way through only then to find 
the idea of, hey, I'm Margo. We don't want you to kill anymore. Let's go. That poor last guy, he's probably still laying there half alive. He's dying. He's bleeding out. (laughs) And he hears this nonsense going on that, hey, by the way, you know, the killer of all these people of the criminal. Yeah, stop fighting. You're with us now. Let's go. And he's like, why? (laughs) Why me? Like, I'd have more problems with that than Furball. And then you end up getting a fight with Tasu that he's beating the crap out of Dengar, but not speaking any language that he knows, only to then taunt him at the end in a language he doesn't know. Dahlia doesn't want to go with Tonga. But in the meantime, Bukura finally makes it back there. And over here, she's (laughs) not in the big plans anymore. And then you'd be given something that we think might be credits, a detonator, or possibly a microphone. We don't know. Still a 7-5 because I laughed yep. at it. Yeah, it's still okay. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous. And then you know, all these things. And even then, I'm like, where are all the other fun characters that we had in this book? Let's get back to a lot of that stuff. But with that, yeah, that's that. So. With all that there, that's it. That is the end of the Bounty Hunters deal, but we'll come back next week with the show. So thanks, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.